What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. My name is Ethan, and as always, I am joined by my brother and co-host at Nika023. What's going on, everybody? My name is actually Nick, not Nika023 or 023. I feel like it's that... Nick. It's just Nick. You can <laughs> just call me Nick. <laughs> That's the way I'm going to introduce you from now on. I've done it for the past two weeks, and... And by two weeks, I think I did it for the WandaVision episode and last week's main episode. Um, yeah, because I, I did the hosting job the other the last. Yeah, week. I feel like it rolls off the tongue easier than just being like my brother Nick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sure. I don't know what happened to Honest Nick. Honest Nick, the Thunder and Thirty Year Old at Nick O two three. I could put them all together, and that that could be my Ric Flair style uh, entrance for you. I wouldn't be upset about it. I, I, I'd have to hear it first, like, while you're recording. Obviously not right now. But, like, yeah, you'll have to catch me off guard with it to see how, like, my genuine reaction. Okay. You know? I Because, uh, like, Ric Flair, you got the limousine ride and profile. And I need, like, I need things that will, like, flow into each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I'll write one for you. Because there's no way someone else wrote Ric Flair's thing. Ric Flair definitely wrote that himself. You think so? Kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing. I want to say high flying, but he would never was a high flyer in wrestling. No, he so. sure wasn't. Limousine riding, profiling, styling, profiling. Got to keep these alligator shoes down. <laughs> Dude, what's up? How the heck are you? How's your life? I'm good. I'm all right. Um, you did say thunder and thirty year old today. I'm f- I'm well, not today, but. The past few days, I'm finally feeling the effects of getting older. I uh, hurt my back that's doing an, something that's that old I person thing to say. It sure is. I hurt my back doing something that I used to do with ease. I was playing baseball and I got a ground ball, which I'm a, I'm a shortstop, so I usually get those. And I decided to barehand it and throw it all in one motion. And when I was doing that, I ran into a wall. <laughs> oh, so. So I combined the fact that I was doing a weird thing, like grabbing the ball with my bare hand and throwing it while I was already bending over. And then I ran into a wall, and I started jogging back into the line to get another one, and instantly I just felt everything pinch and tighten up. And that was five days ago, and I'm still feeling the effects of it. So getting old sucks, dude. Yeah, dude, I, f- I feel that. Uh, do you think it's, it's a, lack like, of a, a lack of stretching? A lack of No, because I do stretch. I, I make sure to stretch. But I, it's like it's weird though. Like I went from twenty nine to thirty, and instantly things like became harder to do. I know it's obviously all mental because I was old when I was twenty nine too. Mm. But but I feel like once I hit thirty, my body's just like, yeah, I'm gonna start breaking down now. Yeah, it's like a mental mental block, a mental wall for you. <clears throat> How are you though? I'm good, dude. I'm good. I'm tired still. <laughs> uh, still mm. adjusting to. Everyday society again, work and life. Um, I I had my first, you know, my old job was a lot of working until, you know, midnight, 1 a.m. and being back at work in six hours. So I would go home, get five hours of sleep and then go to work. So I was always used to that for the past four years or whatever, or four years before 2020, because I kind of, in my mind, just eliminate the 2020 even existed. So like when I'm talking about my my previous job, I'll be like, yeah, last year when I worked. But I was like, wait, that was 2019. That was not last year. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Um, some, yeah. 2020. Some history books won't include it. So nope. you're good. 
Uh, but yeah, so th- this week I had my first first one in a while where I, I got out of work at 11 and had to be back at work at 6 a.m. Uh, so I went home, showered real quick, and was like, I got to go to sleep. But then as soon as I laid down, I was like, well, I'm not sleeping for the next hour and 20 minutes because I'm not tired. So uh, yeah, wind- winding down after work takes a while. Yeah, it sucks working late because you're not going to go to bed right away. Your yeah. body has to calm down. Yeah, because like uh, recently I've been working like six to two, so I get out of two, and then I'm tired by like five o'clock, and I know that's a good thing that I'll just and I'll just stay up until you know like nine ish, nine thirty, and then I'm mm-hmm. passed out. But yeah, because mm-hmm. I I'll just wind down, you know. But yeah, I'm I'm still adjusting to the the work life. I think I'm getting better already. It, it took it took a bit, but I think I'm already getting there. I'm already dreading having days off because. Uh, like I had today off and I have to go to work tomorrow and I forgot what that feels like of you have to do everything you want to do in one day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's like, Oh, I have a day off. I have a day off tomorrow. I'll do this. I'll go grocery shopping. I'll do this. I'll do this. And then you wake up and you wake up at nine thirty instead of, you know, seven o'clock like you would for work. And you're like, fuck, I'm, I'm missing two hours of my day. And then you, yeah. you're, I had to rush to do all the things I wanted to do. You have, you have to take full advantage. Like, it's crazy because, like, since I've started getting, like, my regular days off are Saturday and Sunday. Like, I'm a normal person, which is weird. But my weekends have just been jam-packed. Like, I haven't had a day where I've done absolutely nothing. Like, yeah. I've done baseball baseball practices on Sunday. Saturdays, I'm usually visiting the fam and driving around all over the place, making sure I get my McDonald's and Wendy's breakfast in there somewhere. But, of course. like, it's still, like, it's still you're rushing around to fit in the things that you can't fit in when you're working. I get, I get that feeling a lot. So, but you are adjusting to the sleep schedule faster than I did. It took me about two months to get used to it. You're a weekend and you're already getting better at it. I mean, I already had a pretty fucked up sleep schedule to begin with. So, I mean, that might help. Yeah, but yours was like, yours was like so fucked up. You were going to, at, at one point you were going to bed at like 2 a.m. just regularly. Yeah. 2 a.m. Waking up at like eight or nine. So yeah, I'd, I'd get like seven hours of sleep by that way. But yeah, no, I, I've yeah, I've, I've kind of adjusted pretty well to the sleep schedule. It's it's more of the planning my days off that I'm going to have to get used to because I had 365 days off in a row that mm-hmm. I I could push things to the next day if I really wanted to. But I can't do that anymore. But nope. you got you to gotta find a way to fit it in. But uh. Yeah, other than that, man, I'm 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 doing well. I haven't really had time to watch anything. I haven't really had time to like play much or do anything because I've just kind of been working and getting used to being a productive member of society again. Well, that's good. Um I on the other hand have had time to watch things um and relax at night after work. Oh, look at that. Um, I'm still, still going to town on Survivor. Um <laughs> I don't know why I- why i'm just so obsessed with it out of nowhere i'm like i'm, the, I'm on the r slash survivor looking at all the like the details of these people that <laughs> that participated in survivor probably 15 years ago there because they're so old but um they just really they just announced that survivor season 41 will be going into production soon so that's awesome so i get to enjoy a brand new survivor with Ooh. everyone else in the world so i'm really looking forward to that they're going back to fiji i have yet to watch the original fiji seasons but might might have to happen. But I also was able to find time to watch the Snyder Cut. Of oh, hey So I finished it. It took me two nights. I split it up between a Monday and Tuesday night session. Yeah, this and, is uh, this is news to me. I didn't know you actually finished it. Yep. 
So, uh, I mean, we could dive into it if you want to do a quick uh, spoiler. A quick review. spoiler. I, I know, uh, yes. Our, one of our tier one listeners is going to be bummed that uh, he's not on to talk about it, but we'll talk to him separately. Uh, yeah, we won't go super, super in depth. No. We'll, we'll I'm interested to see what you think. Full spoiler alert for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, if you have not seen it, we don't blame you because it's four fucking hours long. Um, yeah. And if you want, and if you don't want to know the spoilers, just skip ahead. Skip ahead a couple minutes. Um, Probably like five minutes or so. I don't know. If we're still talking about it, just hit the fast forward. Yeah, 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 yeah no, you know, you know how that works. Um, but yeah, Nick, I'm interested to see what you think because you have not seen the Joss Whedon cut ever. Correct. Yeah. Um, I went into this very blind. The only two DCEU movies that I had, I had seen prior were Man of Steel and Bat- Batman v Superman, the extended edition, and Wonder Woman. Um, but to I be fair, those really are the only three you ever need to, you need to see. Yeah. Before this. Um, because the other ones take place after. Yep. So, overall, I thought it was a good movie. I hated the epilogue. The dream sequence. Really? Hated it. I did not like it. I don't know why. It just... Granted, it was 11 o'clock at night because I just finished the second two-hour session. And all of a sudden, this dream... Like, it's a dream. They they say it's a dream afterwards. But I don't know. Like, I get where they were going with it. I was not a big fan. Uh, The Jared Leto Joker kind of was a miss for me. Really? I really enjoyed it. it. It was a miss... During the Suicide Squad too, but I I don't know. Maybe I'll have to rewatch it with like a clean mind and not a super tired mind after just like or super tired brain. So honestly, this Joker is one hundred percent different than the Suicide Squad Joker. Like he is well, yeah. much more mellow. You know, he's not yelling a hunka hunka all the time. Um, but I I not really, really liked it. So what was the purpose of it though? So the to per- show what it. No, it shows what it's going to be. Um, Because in BVS, that's when Flash makes his weird entrance to Bruce uh, to Bruce Wayne in the Batcave, and is like, "She's Lois is the key." And then he looks at him, he's like, "Am I too soon?" And he like zooms out of the room. Um, And in the Snyder Cut, it shows you that the Flash can like manipulate time by running really fast. So, which I thought was cool in the nightmare sequence. at the end, it shows Flash in his weird little thing that he's in in BBS. So you know that that's from that timeline. And apparently what what was supposed to happen was Darkseid was supposed to come to Earth. And he, that's when he's like, we'll do it the old-fashioned way. Like, gather the troops. We're going to go okay. invade. Um, yeah. And so apparently they come and somehow Lois gets killed and Superman blames Batman and... Dark side is able Joins to Dark and is able to Dark side is able to like manipulate his mind and have him join him and they take down he, uh Superman kills the rest of the Justice League besides what was there. Right. And yeah, so that's apparently what is going to happen because or a, or a separate timeline because even Joker's like I wonder in the if the, in the other timelines you saved her or yeah, she didn't die or something. It's super unclear. There's a lo- like like I said I, I think we t- I thought I talked about it last week. I really enjoyed it, and but there's still a lot of that movie that I'm like, oh, that doesn't work well at all. And this is part of the this is part of the movie that I'm like, I really really enjoy this aspect of it, but it's so fucking confusing. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but I really enjoy it. It, it didn't fit the vibe, um, and Zack Snyder has a very specific vibe to me. 
But I will say that I loved Cyborg. I thought he was awesome. Yeah, Cyborg's great. As someone who as someone who's never really known who Cyborg is as a character, I very much enjoyed his character. Him and Alfred were my two favorites. Uh fucking Jeremy Irons is Alfred, man. Holy shit, he's so good. Um I really enjoyed Cyborg. I really enjoyed Flash, even though he's a little bit mm-hmm. much at some points. Um, yeah, a little strange. The, one of the weirdest parts for me was, if you've seen Aquaman, you know that uh, Amber Heard is in Aquaman, and she's Mira, and she's also Mira in this movie, but she has a really weird British accent in this movie that she doesn't have in Aquaman. It's so fucking weird. Oh, it's, weird. it's a really, I, really bad British accent, too. Yeah, I'd never, I've never seen Iron Man, so it just uh, was a thing for me. Also, she was in the epilogue, not not Aquaman. Yeah, he, she's he, Aquaman's dead. Oh, right. Because like you see, so is Wonder Woman. So like when they're in the Kryptonian ship, right, and they're about to drop, they're about to drop the mother box to revive Superman. Um, Cyborg has a vision too of all the Justice League dying. So yep. you see Aquaman getting stabbed. You see Diana like being burned, like half of her body being burned, like she was like cut in half or something. So like they're all dead, and you think that it's Dark Side, but I think it turns out to be Superman that kills him. Right. Yeah. That that part I saw because then he says don't do it, but Flash is like okay, I'm gonna do it. Anyway. No, he he says well, okay, he, I'll, I'll he yells it. no, and Flash yells go, and then he starts running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Overall, it was good. I thought it was a good movie. Lois Lane's character probably could have done something more. Yeah, she sucked. It was she, she wasn't much of anything. I also think uh, Aquaman was kind of useless as far as the Justice League itself goes. He didn't really do too much besides saving them from the. Um, under when well, they were underground when he first showed up. I th- well in this in this timeline that they're doing in Zack Snyder's universe, Aquaman hadn't become Aquaman yet. He was still Arthur Curry, just Man of the Sea. And in, and gotcha. Aquaman takes place after Justice League, and that's when he takes the throne of King of Atlantis, and that's when he becomes Aquaman. Yeah. Well, he showed up with the trident. Which, yeah, which it's his mom's trident, which doesn't make sense because he gets it in Aquaman, but he has to go find it in Aquaman. But he already had it in Justice League. It's like the whole thing is fucked up. It's just so dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of confusing <laughs> aspects about about these movies. I, overall, mm-hmm. I really fucking loved it. Loved it is a strong word. I really liked it. Uh, I would like to see more right. because I think it would be interesting. I would like to see a whole movie based on the nightmare. I think that would be super fucking weird and super interesting. And I really dug uh, the Joker Batman interaction. And I really fucking liked uh, when Harley Quinn was dying in my eyes. She told me to kill you slow. She's like, uh, she's like, told you to kill you slow. And it's like, make, make no mistake. I will fucking kill you. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah. shit, Batman. <laughs> Batman said the F word. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, him him dropping the F bomb was pretty was pretty sweet. I did enjoy Ben Affleck a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought he was bat, probably the best Batfleck. Bat Batfleck, right? Batfleck. That's what he goes by. Batfleck. Batfleck. His last Affleck. Batfleck. Ben Ben Affleck. Affleck. Affleck is the Batfleck. is the insurance. Affleck is the actor. Uh, I really liked it. I. I, I don't know. I, I, I would like to see more. It's not going to happen, but I would like to see more. We'll see. I, I, as of right now, I enjoyed it overall. If you have the time and the the motivation to watch it, 
sure, go for it. But I'm not saying you need to watch. It's it, also not you know? one of those movies that you could just throw onto the background. <laughs> like you kind of need to pay attention to it. Yeah, which is kind of unfortunate. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I'll, we'll just cut it off there. Those are the end of the spoilers for Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I think that took much longer than three minutes, like you said it was going to. Yep. Um, I think I said five minutes. Oh, whatever. whatever. Uh, Have you been, uh, real quick, change of topic. Yep. Have you been keeping up with the uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch shrimp fiasco? Yes. That's going I, on. I had Cinnamon Toast Crunch this morning. The box is sitting right over there. And it was a brand new. It was a brand new box. I was like, I really hope there's not shrimp in here. But I'd be really fucking weird if it was. I'd, be, I'd get internet famous real quick. Um, dude, so it's gross. so crazy. So for those of you that don't know, don't have Twitter because I think it's only going off on Twitter right now. Um, this guy Jensen Carp, who is related to the or not related, married to the actress who played Topanga in Boy Meets World. Which when people found that out, they went nuts. But <laughs> He basically opened a box of cinnamon toast crunch, poured it, poured himself a bowl, started eating it, and realized something doesn't look right. There were these black things baked onto the cinnamon toast crunch squares, plus what looked like shrimp tails, caramelized shrimp tails in his cereal. So he took pictures, sent it to cinnamon toast crunch, and they're like, "That's not shrimp tail. That's just um, like uh, what's what word they they use? It's basically like con not congealed." that's not a word i don't know it's basically just sugar stuck together and the guy's like there's no way this is sugar because this straight up looks like a shrimp tail so then he put it on twitter and blasted cinnamon toast crunch and it blew up and now he's getting the shrimp tails tested at um at a at a dna he's getting them dna tested <laughs> the the square the squares went out to a uh, pest control to see if it's mice or rat feces baked into the cinnamon toast squares and it's let me tell you, Twitter has been all eyes on this guy, Jensen Carp, for the last two days because they just want to see what the results are. And I don't think it would have been as big of a deal if Cinnamon Toast Crunch was just like, oh, we'll take a look at it instead of saying, no, that's not shrimp tail. That's just sugar. <laughs> the, the, the craziest thing is that it mainly took off when everyone found out he was married to Topanga. <laughs> No, I, I was paying attention to it before that, and then once like it did come out that he was married to Topanga, I was just like, oh, that's cool. I didn't realize it was going to be such a big thing that he was married to Topanga, and that's like his claim to fame out of nowhere. Uh, there's a tweet that he uh, retweeted that says, I, cannot I, I can't believe this is all factually correct. And it says, a man named Carp married to a woman named Fischl found shrimp tails in his box of cinnamon toast crunch the cereal was purchased from the costco on topanga canyon boulevard and his wife played topanga in boy meets world meanwhile carp used to be a guest on the pistol shrimp podcast <laughs> fuck, yep, dude. it's all coming it's, it's all coming together that's fuck. we need something like this to happen to us we <laughs> we need to go viral at some point Something's gonna. Something will happen eventually. I, I I'll find. To, I'll, I need I'll to find, find like a human thumb in my, you know, coffee or. Something I was. Like I was literally just gonna say a thumb in my chili from Wendy's, like the like the good old days when that was a big deal. Imagine Twitter back then. Right. There was also someone who when found new, uh, broke. a dead mouse in their monster. Energy. Yep, drink. I remember that. Yep, I remember that because I was drinking monsters like on like twice a day when that happened. I was like, eh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Um, 
no, we need we need we need a viral thing to happen to us so we can just plug our podcast and get big. <laughs> That's what I'd use it for. It's like I almost kind of just want to go out and buy some shrimp and just cut them up, throw them in my box, and toss them and be like, I oh, too. <laughs> you would be destroyed, but like by all the Twitter trolls. <laughs> Like that's the thing though. Like, how many like how many people do you try to think tried to fake something like that and then got caught? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or just not recognized whatsoever? Yeah. Like, well, like if I did it, it if I did it, it get one like on Twitter, it'd be you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? This guy was verified. He's he's famous already. So it sucks that it well, sucks for Captain Cruncher, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, that it happened um, to a famous guy. Because if it had happened to you and I, I highly doubt. It would be this. This no, big, I know? think it would be big. I th- I feel like Twitter latches on to weird things. <laughs> hey. Uh, so his latest update, he said, uh, "No real update today. I'm not posting about this bullshit all day again. Waiting for the envelope I agreed on from General Mills to send them back pieces of some of the shrimp tail, and some of the other sh- pieces of the shrimp tail will leave home for DNA testing today at noon. They grow up so fast." It's so weird. So. It's so strange. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Topanga, though, you know? Still making headlines by abs- doing absolutely nothing. Good for her. <laughs> out, out of out of all of this, there was someone who was like, I can't... Like, she tweeted something with along with her husband, and someone was like, someone who replied to it was like, I can't see what happened. She blocked me. And they were like, why did she block you? And it was a picture of, of Topanga and her husband, and the person... Uh, she photoshopped Corey Matthews' face onto her husband and said, fixed it. <laughs> she blocked her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So funny. That's really funny. Well, apparently she didn't want to marry uh, Ben Savage. Uh, Yeah, that is Ben. I was going to say it's Fred, wasn't it? But no, Fred was Fred, Fred was Fred uh, Princess Fred. Yep. And something else. He was in something else. He was watched. in a TV show. He was he was famous from a TV show. I forget what show. I feel like he was in something. He was in something that he was a college professor at one point. I don't remember. I don't remember what show that was. Was it Shameless? No, it wasn't I Shameless. Know. I don't remember. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, in other news, another another going back to entertainment. Did you see that uh, Luca is coming to Disney Plus? I did directly to Disney Plus, not not the old thirty dollar premium fee, which is nice. Which is fucking crazy because. That's three Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. Onward, Soul, and Luca. <laughs> All debuted three. on Disney+. Plus. Three Pixar movies. Actually, I'm looking forward to Luca. Actually, Onward went to theaters, but like a year ago today. <laughs> it was in there for like a week. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited yeah, for I'm that. I think that's cool. I'm looking forward to it. I hope another trailer comes out before it comes to Disney+, Plus, just because that trailer was... It didn't really do too much for the movie, you know. I That's kind of how I felt about intrigued, the first Soul trailer. I was like, "Oh, it's a Pixar movie," and then they showed the second one. I was like, "Wow, that looks fucking dope." Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping a, a second Luca trailer comes out because it, the second half of the trailer was eye opening because the first half was really boring. Yeah. So I, I hope the uh, the new trailer comes out, gives a little bit more about what the movie's going to be about, and then I'll be watching it the day it comes out. And in uh, other Disney Plus news, Black Widow got delayed again. Black Widow got delayed, and now they're going to make you pay $30 for Disney Plus if you want to watch it or go see it in theaters. I still don't think that movie is coming out this year. (laughs) I think it's going to get pushed back again. 
No, I think once they settled on the uh, thirty plus premium Probably, Disney yeah. Plus fee, there it's 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 settled. It's coming in July. Which mm-hmm. sure, I I said to you the other day when you sent me that, I was just like, I might go see it in theaters. Probably not going to go see it in theaters. I don't think Black Widow is going to be the first movie I see in theaters coming out of the pandemic. I watched a trailer for it today when it got or yesterday whenever it got announced that it was coming to Disney Plus, and I was like. There's not enough hype. <laughs> like, there's not enough in this movie that makes me want to go. Fuck! I need to go see this in theaters, or makes me say, "Fuck! I want to play. Want to pay thirty dollars to watch this at home." You know what I mean? Yeah. No, the, the hype died real quick, and then with WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier airing on Disney Plus for free and being awesome, I think everyone's just like, "Black Widow, she's dead. She's not. Yeah. Gonna, this is not going to add anything to the story other than maybe a new Black Widow." It's going to be fun. I I have a very very good feeling that. Uh, Florence Pugh's character is going to be the next Black Widow. Which is awesome because she's fantastic mm. in everything. I love Florence Pugh, who is dating Zach Braff. I don't know if you knew that I or not. I need to know that. That's great. What a good for them. Yeah. They're living together in L.A. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Good for them. Zach, Zach talks about calls her Flo. And, Flo? Uh, yeah. And they, uh, she's uh, mentioned on their podcast very often. She ever been a guest? Is real. I don't believe so. I I kind of dropped off a little bit recently. Dude, they launched um, that the podcast at like the perfect time, but also like yep. the most terrible time for me because I only listen to podcasts when I'm driving in the car, and I was not going anywhere for <laughs> last year when they launched it. No, their their podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened to it, Fake Doctors, Real Friends, it basically just does a deep dive into Scrubs, but they talk about Scrubs for probably 25 minutes of the hour and a half long episodes. Like It's just Donald Faison and Zach Braff just riffing off each other with their producers, and it's awesome. It's so funny. Um, I think they're in season four now. They're going to be doing a live show this weekend, which is awesome for them because they can do that now. But we got to get them on the show. Maybe, you know? maybe maybe we'll do a live show. We should we should we should think about doing a live show. I don't know. I don't know how many people would come watch us, but well, I feel like all of our listeners are so spread out that no one would come to it. I mean, we could do like a live on Twitch type thing. Maybe yeah. Jaw feel Jaw definitely feel. You know what I mean? Actually, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh yeah yeah we'll figure something out um yeah that's a uh, uh one week until Godzilla vs Kong let's just get that out of the way real quick literally one week yep um, yes so let's just let's just say right now next week's episode will be coming out Friday because we'll be recording Thursday because Wednesday we'll be watching Godzilla actually Kong. I wanted <laughs> I actually wanted to talk to you about this we could talk about it off air but I was thinking we record an episode before that and then do a Godzilla vs Kong review on Thursday that comes you know what I mean you know what I mean. We could do that too. So you do an actual episode, and then also like we did with WandaVision. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everyone's getting a little sneak peek behind the scenes, seeing how the cookie crumbles. You know how the how the, the bread gets the bread gets doughed. You know. These are the kind of conversations we have all the time. All the time, no matter what we're doing. <laughs> uh, you want to get into uh, our bracket? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's do the bracket. I keep forgetting see the results. to talk about it. See the results of the final four? We're going to championship so, week. Going to championship week. Championship weekend. It's going to be big. Um, I just want to say that the the voting numbers for the final four were up a lot for the compared to the rest of the tournament. So thank you, everyone, for all your participation. Your votes mattered. We actually had someone complain about the final four, and I said, well, you didn't vote in the first two rounds, so sucks for you. But uh, 
What, what was yeah, the complaint? So- can I, can I, I just want to hear. You don't have to name names. I just want to know what the complaint was. Not a big fan of the songs that are in the final four. I said, that's not our fault. Viewers yes, voted. We, we didn't decide on them. The, the, yeah. the listeners, the I, community I, decided I, on them. Yeah, I voted in my own, but my song, some of my songs are gone. Like I wouldn't have chosen this final four either, but it is what it is. We're power to the people. So the final four was Make a Man Out of You from Mulan versus Prince Ali from Aladdin and Son of Man from Tarzan versus You'll Be in My Heart from Tarzan. All that matters to me is that there's going to be a Tarzan song in the finals, and I'm very pumped up about it because that is the best soundtrack. Yep. IMO. I agree. All right. So, so with the first round or the first matchup, Make a Man Out of You versus Prince Ali, with 60% of the vote, 60, 6 0. Make a Man Out of You on the way to the finals. Very pumped up about this because that's the song that I chose from the beginning to win the whole thing, and it's already in the finals. It, didn't really have that easy of a road to the finals, but I mean, it destroyed all its competition. It should have had an easy way, but whatever. Um, and the next matchup, Son of Man versus You'll Be in My Heart, both from Tarzan, with 58% of the vote. You'll Be in My Heart, moving on to the finals, beating out Son of Man. Phil Collins destroyed Phil Collins. But with those with those two matchups, they were actually the closest two matchups, so... Everyone look at that. Had their voices heard, so I'm glad that uh, everyone was able to vote. But it'll be "Make a Man Out of You" versus "You'll Be in My Heart" for the greatest Disney song of all time. <laughs> our bros talking. Yeah, no, 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 not even just bros talking. This is this is sponsored by Disney now. <laughs> Disney reached out. They're like, you have to decide what the greatest song of all time. So, yep, they said you've been getting such great engagement out of this that we are paying you a million dollars to finish this bracket. And I said, no, it's okay. we'll just finish it for free. But thank you. As long as you, <laughs> as long as you like it, we don't, we're, we're rolling in the money already. We don't need that million dollars. We don't need yeah, that Disney yeah. money. So just keep you, you guys need it more than we do. You know? Yep. yep. Well, Keep your checks. Yeah. What if what a matchup though, huh? Donny Osmond against yeah. Phil Collins. Let's go, baby. Yeah. It's uh, real quick. Who do you think is gonna win? I, I'm not gonna say because I don't want to. I, I my words carry weight. I uh, I don't. Oh, yeah, do. You know, people. I'm I influence a lot of people, so I don't want to say who I think is gonna win. Uh, because I want the the listeners to make their own decisions on their uh, by themselves. You know. Okay. <laughs> I, my my words don't carry a lot of weight. I think "Make a Man Out of You" is gonna win, just because, just based off of how much, how energetic that song is compared to "You'll Be in My Heart." "You'll Be in My Heart" is a fantastic song. Every time it comes on, I'm jamming out and singing every single word as loud as I can. But "Make a Man Out of You," I think, is a more hype song. Therefore, I think it'll edge it out. That's just me. I was also for anyone who's maybe new to this podcast, welcome. Also, I was being a complete jerk and sarcastic when i said that my words carry weight i'm not that uh i'm not that <laughs> cocky uh no i think uh i also think making me out of you will win um but i don't know because you'll be in my heart that's a wedding song man like like people like to play that song at weddings you know what i mean mm-hmm. and people like to sing along at weddings too yeah we do <laughs> <laughs> we we like to ruin the father-daughter dance by singing louder than the DJ is playing the music. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, what it's a good song. I'm looking forward to a good competition. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we'll, mm-hmm. I'll we'll, try to give them both, uh, both some play before the vote, so people can hear both songs. We'll uh, the final. 
Yeah, we'll check back next week. Maybe it'll have to be the full episode, so maybe I'll throw them up on Saturday instead of Sunday. So pay attention. The, the polls will go live this weekend, as they always do. If you are listening to this to, to on, when this airs, that means it goes live on the 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th of March. On Twitter. On Twitter. And then Instagram and Facebook are different. Instagram and Facebook are usually Sunday into Monday. You have 24 hours Sunday into Monday to vote. Drop us likes, drop us follows, and stay tuned. Put on those post notifications so you'll get notified when we post something so you can can make sure your vote is heard for the finals of our March Madness bracket. And I'm very happy with the way this March Madness bracket turned out, and I can't wait to do one again next year. Mm Mm-hmm. We're already, I'm already thinking about ideas for brackets next year. God, I'm spinning, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, since you started telling people about where they can vote, why don't you just do a little bit of housekeeping so I can go grab a bottle of water? Oh, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, we post this show usually every single Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Sometimes, you know, Friday. Sometimes we're, we're super busy. Uh, but if you want to be part of the show, head over to brostalkingpod.com where you can submit your questions, your comments, your concerns, and feedback of any kind and while you're over at brostalkingpod.com we have a nice little merch tab which i'll elaborate on in a second where you can buy some of our dope merch but if you don't want to throw money our way that's completely okay because you know we're in a global pandemic and times are tough right now and that's 100 percent all right uh so you can go to twitter.com slash bros underscore talking you can go to instagram.com slash bros talking or facebook.com and just search bros talking because i don't know what the url is for that and drop us likes and follows. <laughs> you can also go to YouTube.com and search for us there. Uh, once we hit 100 subscribers on YouTube, we will be giving away free merch. And to circle back, speaking of merch, today, Thursday, March 25th, 2021, we're dropping brand new merch. So go be on the lookout Woo! for that. Uh, Very excited. We got Nick and I got to just solidify a few more things after we record this. And then Thursday morning, there will be new merch available for you to purchase with maybe a new alternate logo. Ooh, very exciting. Very exciting. Also, yeah, next week we're doing our next week. We're doing a regular episode. And we're also doing a big blow up for Godzilla vs Kong. Cause I don't want to waste an entire episode talking about that for people who don't want to actually listen to it. So, you know, you know, we'd be able to talk about it forever. So we're going to do our own. We're going to do a whole episode breaking down Godzilla vs Kong. Uh, next week. probably only mentioned probably only mentioned Godzilla vs Kong once in our main episode. Yes, next week. saying how excited I am to watch it, and then after we yep, do that, there. you never have to hear me talk about it again. So that's highly doubtful. <laughs> All right, Nick, do you want to introduce our topic of the week? I do. So for those of you who know me, you know that music is very important. I love music (laughs) but it's also march which is um i believe it's just women's month right it's just women's uh, history women's appreciation or women's history i think it's women's history okay good women's history month is March because women's appreciation is every single month we always appreciate the women every single day every single month every single day (laughs) so what i was gonna do is i was gonna combine that and we were going to do a draft because we love drafts here at Bros Talking. We're going to do a draft of our favorite female-led music groups. It could be rock bands, could be pop, could be old school, could be whatever. But as long as a female leads that band, we're going to be drafting them up, making a music festival out of our five picks. 
So basically, whoever we pick first is going to be the headliner. Whoever we pick last is going to be the opener. And we got ourselves a female music festival that I would absolutely go to. Already based off of my list, I buy tickets the day the day they drop. So I'm very excited to see who we're going to draft up as music festivals or female-only music festivals. How many, so, re- how many are we picking? I'm unclear on the rules. Five. five? Okay. Five each. Cool. Um, so did I explain that well? It's yeah, just gonna be. Uh, I think so. And we're gonna go with our favorite to make a music festival to see whose music festival is better. Cool. Cool. All right. Let me get the old coin flip app up. The old towing costs. You know what I mean? What uh? What coin do you want to flip? Penny, dime, nickel, or quarter? Let's go with a dime. Dime piece. All right, the coin's been very nice to me the past few times, so uh, you call it in the air. Coin's in the air. Tails. It is tails. Good job. Thank you. Worked really so hard you get for it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. I got I got two bands I want to pick first with my with my first pick, but I think I'm going to go with one of them. <laughs> well, yeah, I would think so. <laughs> Uh, my number one overall pick is going to be Paramore. Okay. Because why that could have been it, my number one? Why could it not be? You know what I mean? Uh, I've seen Paramore live once, and they were fucking great. They were fantastic. Uh, they're on a little bit of a hiatus right now, which is a little disappointing. But yeah, but Haley's still releasing her own stuff, and yeah. her stuff is great too. I mean, Haley, yeah, Haley Williams is phenomenal. Nick proposed to Haley Williams once, she never got yeah, a response. Never got a response, and you know that's a uh, that's not a no. It so. sure isn't. I'm still holding out. That's why I'm single. I'm just waiting for her. Let me just read off some of their 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 top hits: "Misery Business," "Crush," "Crush," "Crush." That's what you get. "Ignorance," the only exception. "Playing God," "Monster," "Decode" from Twilight. If you got any Twilight fans out there, "Hard Times" and "Still Into You" are like their top 14 songs of all time. "Hard Times" is actually really underrated. That whole album is yes. very good. Their, their last album that they came out. I didn't listen to it until probably a year after it came out, and I'm like, why didn't I listen to this when it came out? But yeah, good choice with Paramore is the number one overall pick. I would have chosen it also, chosen them also, just because of how much I'm in love with them. They're just so much fun. I've seen them three times, uh, and each time was just so much fun. So I saw them open for Jimmy Eat World. Actually, it was weird that they were opening, but it was a fun concert. So they are the headliner of your music festival. Good yes. job. Good job. Good job getting Paramore in there. Thanks, man. <laughs> Um, simple my number one over- <laughs> yeah okay my number one overall pick and headliner of my music festival is Joan Jett and the Blackhearts there you go I love my girl Joan um, actually today on the radio I listen to when I'm out delivering I listen to the radio instead of my phone just to switch it up a bit and um, Reputation came on and mm. that is such a such a hype song I first I think I first heard that in Trek like before like anything else <laughs> all roads the like, you know what i mean <laughs> this this song bang and and then like just listening to joan jett and she's just classic she's in she's in she's featured in guitar hero a couple times um she ronda rousey used her to say ronda rousey, a, yeah. her, her entrance music for wwe so joan jett an icon she will be headlining my music festival and i am not mad about it uh, I wouldn't be mad about that either. Uh, my number two overall pick, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for this. 
If oh. you, you can, no, you can tell me if this counts. If it doesn't count, I'll pick somebody else. I can, I, I can veto it. Yeah. I'm going to pick ABBA. I had ABBA on my list. Okay, so cool. you absolutely. There, there's there's two main singers. One of them's a girl. I feel like she's the Actually, main singer. She she is the main singer. Absolutely. Cuz they have it's a four member group and two two women, two men, and I feel like the men are usually the, you know, the ticket chance, ticket chance, ticket ticket chance, you know what I mean? And at the base of it. To be honest, I might be showing my age and ignorance. I do not know any of their names. <laughs> I just know them as ABBA. I don't know, like, I don't know, like, John, Paul, George, and Ringo, you know? I don't know ABBA like right. that. Um, Neither do I. So, I I can't shout them out, but fucking A, dude. You don't really need to shout them out, because they're goddamn ABBA. Hit you know? after Fuck, hit. Fuck, dude. Hit. Like, I feel like hit. ABBA themselves are a, a headliner at a, at a festival, but right now they're they're taking a backseat to Paramore. They only they only get they only get seven songs instead of eleven, you know what I mean? But yeah. but all seven are going to be bangers. They sure are. They're a lot of fun. I've I wonder what an ABBA concert would be like. Just people tripping on acid. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of drugs. <laughs> a lot, a lot of, of drugs and a lot of frills. I'm gonna say a lot of leather, but yeah, <laughs> probably more so. Leather with frills. They were they're the band that was like married to each other and then decided to swap marriages and just like, I'm going to marry you or like, is that true? Is that, I don't a, know. is that a true statement? Cause I heard that, but I I've heard that for a while, but I don't know if that's an actual, if that's actual factual, you know what I mean? I think it was pretty popular in the seventies with, with all those people. So maybe when in that, in that, uh, style of life lifestyle, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Also, if we were like, a smart person podcast. Actual factual is a great fucking name for a podcast. Did you just come up with that? Yeah. Did I say that? I said it. I said I don't know if it's oh. actual factual about oh, <laughs> marrying each other. <laughs> but Maybe that could be the bros talking colon actual factual where we oh. just spit out facts. <laughs> Every time we do a review, we uh, do facts about the movie and we call it actual factual. There you go. All right, so my second pick, just like ABBA could be your co-headliner, I have a co-headliner in Destiny's Child. Fuck, dude. I didn't know if you were going to pick Destiny's Child, but like, why wouldn't you pick Destiny's Child? Because it's fucking Beyonce. Why wouldn't I pick Destiny's Child? Again, they came onto the scene hot. They, they, they just decided to show up and say, hey, Music World, we're Destiny's Child, and we're here to stay. Survivor was such a good song. Soldier featuring Lil Wayne. That might have been the first time I heard Lil Wayne. Because I wasn't really into rap, and he was just popping up on VH1, just saying, um, "I forget his, I forget his verse." So I'm not even gonna try to spit it. But uh, uh, not Abba, Destiny's Child <laughs> as my number two pick. Kind of like uh, Abba, they're only getting seven songs, but each song is gonna be so much fun. And, Des- and uh, Destiny's Child obviously features Beyonce. Maybe Beyonce will do a little solo song here and there in, uh, in the middle of the. If you listen to uh, last week's episode, Survivor was our outro song. It was. It's not going to be our outro song. There's also but. a fantastic cut of the Tomb Raider movie trailer that is set to Survivor, but it's different. It's like super like heavy. Like not like heavy, but like it's still Destiny's Child singing it, but it's like mixed Chop in with like group. drums and shit. It's fucking dope. That is cool. Um, good good pick, good pick. My number three overall pick. So, you know, you go to music festivals and 
you're not expecting all one type of music, you know what I mean? Unless it's like, unless you're going to Warp Tour, then you're expecting some sort of like punk music, or you're well, going to. If you, were, if you were expecting, you'd be very upset with your headliners and Paramore and ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I'm saying. I'm building out. I'm I'm doing diversity. You know, I want people of all cultures to come to this this festival and all have a great time and smoke a lot of weed and do a lot of drugs. You know what I mean? Uh, so my number three pick is going to be the chicks formerly known as dixie chicks i'm writing them down as dixie chicks because they'll always be dixie chicks in my yes, mind they changed their name last year but yeah um you got that you, you uh, we we put the country uh, on the on the stage you know what i mean we got country music now and fucking a some of the, some real good country music right there <laughs> real good i agree they uh they have some very good songs. My favorite Dixie Chick song is always will always be Goodbye Earl. Oh yeah, how could it not be? It's just so good. It's so good. They're they're the three of them, the voices it's like it's like it's not even not even country because of how good it is. Yeah. Like I, I, I like country music, but like I feel like they transcended country music and are above it now. Yeah. I agree with that. They're 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 phenomenal, yeah. If they're not in some sort of Hall of Fame, they need to be. Sorry, my phone keeps vibrating. I don't know if you can hear it. But I can't. But super, I don't know if they're popular. in the, the Hall of Fame of like country music or not. I can look it up if you want. They definitely played at the Grand Ole Opry. I think that's like, I feel like that's like country music's biggest achievement. Yeah, playing at the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. Yeah. Are you looking it up real quick? Because I yeah. won't start talking about my number three pick. Yeah. Uh, remember, when, remember when Dixie Chicks feuded with George W. Bush? Yes. <laughs> I don't think they are because I typed in Country Music Hall of Fame Dixie Chicks and the first two articles that pop up are both from 2018. But one of them says 15 artists who deserve to be in the Country Music Hall of Fame and the next one says 20 of the biggest acts snubbed by the Country Music Hall of Fame. And the next one says these 30 artists aren't already in the Country Music Hall of Fame. So I'm assuming they all include Dixie Chicks in that list. So I'm not going to... Yeah. So... Yeah, no need to do a deep dive. Quick Google search will figure it out for you. So, so our new hashtag of the week: get Dixie Chicks in the Hall of Fame. That's a really long hashtag. Hashtag okay, restore chicks. the Snyderverse. Hashtag get Dixie Chicks in the Hall of Fame. Hashtag Snyder Cut needs a sequel. Hashtag Dixie Chicks in HOF. Right. Hashtag Dixie Chicks in Snyderverse. <laughs> there you go. Just combinable. All right, my number three pick. This may be kind of cheap. But it's very similar to ABBA, so I'm just going with it. My number three pick will be Fleetwood Mac. Stevie Nicks. Yeah, I don't think that's le- cheap at all. Leading the way. Um, I've I've had the pleasure of working many Fleetwood Mac shows. I've even shopped for Fleetwood Mac. When uh, I was working in Milwaukee, I got their rider. And I had to go shopping with my boss. For Fleetwood Mac and Mick Fleetwood has a specific um, cigarette that he smokes that we couldn't find and I thought we were going to get fired <laughs> because we got <laughs> so nervous. We had to get the newspaper. We had to get um, a, a boiled chicken without any seasoning. Like it was so weird. We bought like 300 something dollars worth of groceries for their show and it, it was kind of cool at the same time. It was just weird. But Fleetwood Mac banger after banger. Their, their concerts are so much fun. The cool thing about that, though, that. that's that's a story you could tell forever. You know what I mean? 
Like I went shopping. Fleet, Fleetwood Mac pops on at a party, and you'll be the guy in the corner with the cup that says they like the meme that says they don't know I went shopping for Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's singing a thunder only happens when it's raining, and I'll be sitting in the corner being like, "Yeah, she uh, she likes boiled chicken." <laughs> Oh, but yeah, Fleetwood Mac, number three overall. They uh, probably should be a headliner, but... I mean, you know. I feel like all of ours should right now should be a headliner. Yeah, it's just going to be headliner after headliner. Oh, man. My number four overall pick. Um, Number four overall pick for me is going to be let me just um oh where are they i forgot oh, florence the machine nice good old flow uh i had the pleasure of going to a florence and the machine concert and holy fuck did it blow my expectations out of the water oh my mm-hmm. god they were so goddamn good i've worked their shows i think two or three times they're a lot of fun. Hell of a good show, dude. One of the one of the best concerts I've probably ever been to. I wasn't on her the floor. Voice, Go ahead. I was gonna say her voice when she's like live in concert sounds exactly like how when she records, oh, which man. is awesome. It's so good. Uh, I wasn't on the floor. I was in like a box because you happened to get the tickets for me. Um, mm-hmm. and like, I didn't care. Like, I think I would rather be like watching, like just taking in the spectacle of their show. Cause like she has, she has fun on stage. Yeah. And she's like, it's a lot. Like I said, blew my expectations out of the water. I didn't really go in with expectations cause I wasn't really big into Florence and the machine before I went to see them. And now I kind of regret, like, it's one of those times where like, you're like, Oh, I saw these guys once and I think they played the song, but I don't really remember. You know what I mean? Um, I wish I wish I was into them, but I remember like loving every second of being there while they were performing. It was great. They they do put on good shows. So Florence and the Machine is a very solid pick. All right, you know there's going to be so many people mad at us for for omitting bands. Yeah, I already have artists. like I already skipped. Like I was looking at a list and I sc- scrolled by a couple that I I don't think you're going to pick them. So I don't, I don't but I won't name them just in case. Yeah, and, but uh, there's definitely going to be like. What the hell, man? Why didn't you right, pick so my number Franklin? Four, my number four pick. Well, Aretha Franklin is a solo artist. We're doing groups. Um, Fair enough. My, my number four pick is Heart. The band Heart. There you go. Two females as the main band members crushing it. They have um, my favorite Heart song is Barracuda. Hmm. Just because the bass line is very sick, but the guitar is also good. Um, they also have the song. Oop. Sorry. My cat's annoying me. Uh crazy No, that's that's uh crazy <laughs> <and> Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. Crazy on you. Crazy on you. So yeah, Heart is my number four pick. I really don't have too much to say about them because I don't think they're doing anything new. But they they were awesome. They're also um Guitar Hero alums. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, How badass mm-hmm. they were. You got to get in Guitar Hero. But, yep, so Heart. Cool. my number four pick. They'll be playing second at my music festival. Cool, 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 cool. My number five and final pick. Um, see, with music festivals, you usually like... like Music festivals are also a good way to get exposure 
know what I mean? So like up and coming artists um could use music festivals to get their music out there, you know. I'm sure like a lot of people do that with like Warp Tour. You you get the you get the eight AM set and no one's there yet, but you're still singing, you know what I mean? Um so the, I don't the, the I, stage play everyone's walking in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to go that route or if I want to go with another high profile band. What do you what do you what do you mean? How about this? Pick your high profile as your opener, and then we'll each pick a side stage or an a walk in. Gotcha. Band. Okay. Uh, my 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 full show opener will be Evanescence. Stole it. I was gonna have them open. Shouldn't have let me. Shouldn't have told me to do that. Then you know what I mean. <laughs> Fucking Amy Lee, dude. Evan- oh my Amy god. Amy Lee has such an awesome voice. What a powerful voice. The only reason why like, the movie Daredevil was ever made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They, had, they had two songs um, in Daredevil. <laughs> um, Bring Me to Life is obviously a classic, but at the same time, I don't even think it's one of their best songs. No. I mean, it's up there. Yeah, it's good, but it, like, I think their best song is... Um, uh, don't cry to me, because you and me. You wouldn't be here. I lost you. Uh, oh, uh, call me when you're sober. But I don't think that's the song I meant to sing. <laughs> I meant to sing the other one that's in uh, the other one that's in Daredevil, the one where Elektra is punching the punching bag in the rain, or he's punching the punching bag in the rain. Yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm thinking of the song that came out years afterwards, where she the music video is her just sitting at a piano. Uh, I'm my looking. Immortal. My immortal. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the same album as Bring Me to Life. Oh, it is. Yeah. Then the music video just came out well after. That's a fantastic song. 2003. That's the sure. first album I remember getting for Christmas. Like I got that album for Christmas one year, and I was like super fucking hyped. I'm pretty sure I got it in 2003. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Holy shit! Uh, I so, remember you getting that album. I forget what album I got. You got, got Avril Lavigne. Ah, yeah, I did. Fuck yeah, you did. Oh, huh. I wish Avril could be on, on this list, but she's she's a, she's, technically, not, she's technically a band, I would say. I'm pretty sure she performs with a band. Yeah, maybe she'll be my side stage open. <laughs> the one that needs exposure. <laughs> yeah, Avril will be. Um, but no, Evanescence, dude. Fucking A. What a good band. I wish they were still around. But you know, Amy mm-hmm. Amy Lee married Creed, and that was the downfall of Evanescence. Yep. Then but that's got, why she wrote um, "Call Me When You're Sober." Yep. Then they got divorced, and then he went bankrupt. With arms wide open. Yep. Asking for money. Yep. Uh. All right. So my opener. Like this is probably my entire music festival can be flip flopped on who's going to be the headliner, but I chose it the way I want it to be played. So my opener is going to get everyone hyped. Gwen Stefani's band, No Doubt. No Doubt. Will be my opener. No Doubt, No Doubt. No Doubt was awesome. They were very fun. They were very pop punky kind of. More punky. Punk, yeah. Punky. Punk. <laughs> more punk than anything. But also, like, they started in the early 90s and just went throughout. And then Gwen Stefani decided she wanted to do her own thing. And sure, she's she's done okay for herself i i must what? say but she uh, when she was leading no doubt they had so many not so many because i was never that big of a fan until after they were super popular which kind of sucks but i remember one what's the song where the music video where 
she kills everybody. Oh, it's my life. In the music video, she kills all her bandmates. How does like, this song go? Like, because and... I just uh, started... oh, it's my life. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't you forget. Yeah, and they have uh, "Don't Speak" and "Just a Girl." I was in my head, started singing. It's my life. It's now or never. Little Bon Jovi. No, that is uh, our friend John Bon Jovi. Jonathan. He is Jonathan Jovian. You know what I mean? Jonathan Bon Jovi. John Bovi. Uh, dude, no doubt it's a good opener. Um, yeah. We both got some solid lists, but let's let's talk about that that side stage opener right now. Like I said, side stage opener. Uh, like I said, usually. It's it's for exposure to get your name on the list along with the headliners, along with the big names. You know, you can perform so they can say, oh, we opened for, you know, ABBA, <laughs> you know, like so many bands want to say. <laughs> um, so, Everyone's goal is to open for ABBA. Uh, I'm going to choose a band that uh, I discovered last year uh, and fell in love with them instantly. I'm going to pick Stand Atlantic. Fucking phenomenal pop punk band from australia if you have not listened to them they were our outro song at one point <laughs> last summer yeah. uh but jurassic they park were, they were all featured on uh my favorite songs of 2020 yep jurassic park uh hate me sometimes uh lavender bones like listen to gold go search uh stain atlantic on spotify and just listen to their most played songs or just go through their whole discography because they're a lot of their songs are really fucking good. They just released an album in 2020, and it has many good songs on it. Yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. I love them so much. I'm going to continue to fall in love with them. I cannot wait until concerts are a thing again, and, I, and they hopefully come here, and I cannot wait to go see them live, because I feel like they would put on a fucking dope show. Mm-hmm. I hope they tour with, with confidence, because they're both from Australia, so maybe they just like share a plane. You know, Just hang out, you know, share a bus across the, the ocean. You know? Mm-hmm. Share a boat. All right. Uh, for my opener, I have, and by opener, I mean side stage opener, needing exposure. I have two bands in mind. One is no longer a band anymore, and the other one is currently a band. So I'm going to go with the old band that doesn't exist anymore. Well, I mean, ABBA's not a band anymore. I'm pretty sure they're all dead. So Fair. I can speak to these guys a little bit more. I'm picking Hey Monday. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck hey yes. Monday with featuring lead singer Cassie Pope, who is of country music fame now, but before she was famous, before she won The Voice, she was in a band named Hey Monday that would tour with bands such as All Time Low, Cobra Starship, those kind of bands. Forever the Sickest Kids. Friday Night Boys, Forever the Sickest Kids. Yeah, those like smaller but still fun pop punk bands of the early aughts. <laughs> from range ranging of like 2005 to 2009 area um they had i think two full length albums this was when Cassidy Pope was 18 or 19 or something so she was still very young also but i love hey monday i still listen to them very often this is another claim to fame that i have not only did i shop for fleetwood mac but i was cassidy pope's first ever chess signature I had Cassidy Pope sign my chest, and as she was doing it, she said she's never done this before. This is the first time. So, And I took a picture to commemorate it. So that picture does exist of 17-year-old me being very ecstatic that a very attractive lead singer of a band signed my chest. Send me that picture. I'll post it on Twitter under the, under the Bros Talking Twitter account. You don't have okay. to do it, you don't have to do it right now. But... No, okay, but I will. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Monday, getting, that ex- getting that exposure, listening to some uh, fun bops while you're walking into my music festival. Very excited to have Hey Monday be the uh, side stage opener. Hey Monday was like the second ever concert I went to. Great show. That was that was when they opened for All Time Low, right? Yes, it was my first time seeing All Time Low. And I saw All Time Low like eight more times, and like four of them were on accident. I, I, yeah, dude, All Time Low is that <laughs> band that's always there. I've seen them at least eight or nine times, and most of the time I'm going to see other bands. It's like, oh, All Time Low's here. <laughs> that's how I feel about All Time Low and We the Kings. And I love both of them so much, but yeah, yeah. Well, be like it's there. I went to a show once that We the Kings was a secret a secret acoustic set for, and they weren't announced on the show. Like I just went there and like during the middle of the show, the lead singer for We the Kings and their guitarist came out and just played an acoustic set. I was like, "What the fuck is this? This is, this is so sick!" But uh, yeah, uh, but no, Hey Monday, dude, fucking great, fucking great songs. Cassie Pope actually uh, during quarantine on one of her like Instagram live things. Um, played some of hey monday's music acoustically and it was really cool i think i tried to tag you in it but then i realized that that does not how instagram lives works and i just in the live chat just wrote at nico 023 (laughs) and you told me about it after it was over yep it was great it was really cool she sang uh she sang uh homecoming and i i don't want to dance oh really she didn't Mm -hmm. do candles because candles would be a perfect well candles is like already acoustic so that's why it would be a perfect acoustic (laughs) song to play she might have done candles, huh? but I, I think I only stayed for like two songs. Yeah. But yeah, shout shout out to to women led music groups. Fucking, fucking great, dude. I mean, there are still so many bands that I had on a list that we weren't able to talk about. I'll just mention a few of them. Uh, Hailstorm, Lizzie Hale. Lizzie Hale. I only really know one song from Hailstorm. I've I she rips on the guitar, dude. I saw her she also... when I was in Milwaukee. Did a song with Lindsey Sterling, who is the violinist. The violin, and mm-hmm. that song is fucking great. Shatter me, Lindsey. Her her voice, dude. Like she's up there. Like I want to hear, I want to hear her and Amy Lee get into like a screaming competition, like singing and <laughs> so yelling at each other. <laughs> not, not like yelling, like singing, yelling, but like. You yeah, know. I know you. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I also have garbage on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, Arch Enemy, who is death metal. She has a fantastic screaming growl and you wouldn't even know that she's a just a small blonde chick from finland or something like that uh the cranberries yep zombie yep i also wrote down the supremes i was gonna say the supremes i was gonna put down the supremes but i feel like as a music festival they wouldn't be a source of super attraction you know they rescue me rescue me with me in my arms, rescue me. How about I just sing? No, uh, I think they're rescuing me. I could be wrong. I don't believe they were rescuing me. Oh, well, then I'm wrong. Stop in the name of love. My world is empty without you. Back in my arms again. Yeah, they got some jams, but they're also from the 60s and 70s. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but yeah, the Supremes. And I think that's my list. Yeah, oh, Rescue Me was by Fontella Bass. Or Bass. Fontella Bass, maybe. Nin- 1965. But, 
But cool. the Supremes did give us Diana Ross, which that's true. Thank you. Thanks for that. Uh, so let us know who is, whose music festival you'd rather go to, mine or Nick's. Nick, let's run down the list one more time. Run down the list. The Ethan Music Festival is headlined by Paramore with featuring acts ABBA, Dixie Ticks, Florence and the Machine, Evanescence, and Stand Atlantic. Mine is headlined by Joan Jett featuring Destiny's Child, Fleetwood Mac, Heart, No Doubt, and Hey Monday. So both, I'd like to go to both of those, please. One yeah, ticket for yeah, each. How about we combine them and have a fantastic music? We're festival. gonna hold. No, we're gonna hold each festival on the same like plot of land, and you have to buy tickets to one of them. You can't. You can't go to both. <laughs> once once you're in one, you can't pay attention to the other one. <laughs> There's a fence down the middle. Yep. <laughs> see who, see uh, how many people show up to each one, it's, or just stand at the fence to try to listen yep. to both. Oh god, that'd be terrible. It's like it's like when multiple I mean, I, bands are playing at all uh, Warp Tour, and you're like you can't yeah, really hear what's going on. I was just gonna say I've kind of done that at Warp Tour. I've stood behind a stage for a band that I wanted to hear, waiting for another band that I got to hear. Like so, it's it is what it is. You gotta you gotta you gotta make choices in life. <laughs> yep, like the one time we chose to stand and wait for Simple Plan instead of going to watch Three Hundred Three. Hey, that was a great choice. Great choice. <laughs> That's probably the biggest crowd 303's ever seen, and they were only there. <laughs> most of them were only there for Simple Plan. Waiting for Simple Plan. All right, Nicholas. That was, wasn't that years after 303's? Like, yeah, dude, it was fucking 2018. Or 20, yeah, yeah. It, was 20, it was 2018. So 303 was no longer a thing, really. I mean, I guess Simple Plan has kind of missed out of their prime, too. But, you know, us angsty yeah, boys, we gotta, we gotta get our fill, you know, our fix. True. Plus, I don't think 303 ever had the following that Simple Plan does. They were pretty popular when I was in middle school. Yeah, but off of like three songs. Yeah, that's a good point. It's three bad songs, say. Uh, excuse you. <laughs> My first Super kiss. My don't first kiss fe- featuring uh, Kesha. Kesha, yeah. Great. It's great. All right, Nick. If people wanted to talk to you about your music festival uh, that you're running, I guess <laughs> where, where would they go? <laughs> uh, first of all, if you have any info on running a music festival, please let me know. I don't have any experience. That's, that's that. not true. That's oh. not true. You ran a battle of the bands. Oh yeah, I did. I ran a uh, battle of the bands at Water Park, summer of twenty twelve. 2011, I'd say. Yeah, probably around there. But yeah, I I ran a uh, battle of the bands, a local battle of the bands. So I had to get all the bands that were within a 40 mile radius or so. Dude, do you know how much easier that would be today than it was probably in 2011? So much easier. Like, I don't want to take anything away from people who are running like events and shit like that because I'm sure it's chaotic still. But like the fact that you could basically just create a Facebook group or Instagram group of the bands you want in there and message everybody, be like, "Hey, do you guys want to do this battle of the bands? Here's all the information." Instead of having to like find all their contact information, like like you probably had to do. You know what I mean? I uh, I believe I used Facebook a lot for it. Facebook Messenger. I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm sure it wasn't as streamlined as it was as it is now you know? no no definitely not because there were emails back and forth and random text messages and trying to get the the people to pay pay up like they for them to participate each you band could, yeah, had to sell a certain amount of tickets 
it's just daunting. Venmo requests everybody instead of having to go through all their, you know what I mean? Yeah, it would have been easier. But I, but I do have experience. So if you want to talk to me about my experience running the Battle of the Bands and <laughs> how I could <laughs> use that experience to run this music festival, you can find me at N-I-C-K-A-023 on Instagram or Twitter. You could also go and vote for the final matchup in the Disney bracket. I think I will be posting the matchup in my personal poll as well to get as many votes as possible so we can find a true winner. Yep, I'll do the same thing for mine. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be crazy. Uh, like yeah, like Nick said, Instagram.com, uh, Twitter.com slash underscore, or nope, slash bros underscore talking, Instagram.com slash bros talking, Facebook, just search us. We're there. We have our logo. You know what we look like. Um if you're not already following slash liked all those pages, go do that so you can vote in our final, um, our, our March Madness final game. You know, that that thing, those words. Uh, also, brostalkingpod.com slash shop. We're dropping new merch tomorrow. Uh, actually, okay, when you're listening to this. I had technically tonight because I'm going to just go live and do it right now, but probably no one's going to search the store tonight, so <laughs> so they're not going to see it. If they do, congratulations. Um, also, be on the lookout for a very special April Fool's-ish shirt. Maybe dropping next week. Most likely, it's going to drop next week for April Fool's, but be on the lookout for that. Uh, a very limited offer. Um, but yeah, so be on the lookout for all that that new sweet, sweet merch. Again, if you don't want to buy anything, go subscribe to our YouTube channel, where once we hit 100 subscribers and get a custom URL, all of our 100 subscribers will be ent- uh, entered to win merch of their choice so go do that it'd be, it'd be super dope um but yeah you can find me at twitter.com slash amazing asthmatic to instagram.com slash amazing asthmatic twitch.tv slash amazing asthmatic uh versus kong review next week i'm just running down the housekeeping again so be on the lookout for that and uh, yeah big things happened over here lots lots of stuff lots of content next are current. we just gonna have ashes next week what no so we just shave our beards and just have curled mustaches for an episode? I mean, if you want to, I'll, I'll do it. I wear a mask at work every day. Dude, speaking of masks, I, I ordered a mask. <laughs> I know we're supposed to be wrapping up the episode, but I ordered a mask that's supposedly supposed to cover my beard because, fuck, dude, I don't want to shave. Like, I, I, I don't want to shave my beard. But, like, when I wear a mask at work, it just curls out underneath. And I look fucking disgusting. And I'm pretty sure, like, all my new yeah. coworkers are like, this dude needs to fucking shave. <laughs> so I ordered, I ordered a mask that supposedly... It's not like one of the ones that goes around your neck and comes up. It's like an actual face mask that apparently has a big enough shield to block your beard. So hopefully, why why, why don't you wear the neck gaiters where they because pull up? I can't wear them right with my glasses, and they fog up my glasses mm-hmm. really easily. the The face mask I can put my glasses over the mask, and so it sits like on top of my thing, so it doesn't fog up my glasses. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I ordered a face mask, and whole, I think it'll be here next week, and I'm really excited to see if it actually works. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be really upset because it was like $17. You should just go uh, full Andy Reid and just walk in with a face shield. <laughs> face shield and just spit all over it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. Bye, everybody. Where are we going? Home. All right. See you. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces.